Nice. Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast, where we talk about Pokemon Go PvP and Pokemon Go and maybe some other stuff if we're feeling like it. I am one of your hosts, Steven, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods, joined as always by Jesse, a.k.a. Rocket Admin J. Hello. It is January 11th, 2022, a brand new year and the same old us. We we are brought to you by wonderful patrons. Patrons? I just hybrided that word. Our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com slash battle science. You can become a Patreon producer like Dolphin93, James, Jimmy Bo, Jim is here. I might just hybridize all of those. I'm going to just put them all in one list. Uh, Winston the Champ, Jamar, and Evo Stevo. Thank you to those five, our wonderful Patreon producers. You can become a Patreon producer like those five wonderful human beings. I think they're all humans. I haven't checked recently. Maybe one of them is a robot. If you go to patreon.com slash battlescience and back us at the $5 tier or more, you too can get your name read at the beginning of every major piece of battle science content in the month. Or you can just go over to patreon.com slash battle science and back us at the dollar tier or more, and then you'll get the battle science after dark podcast. And that's where we just talk about whatever. Um, I'd say we poop post. I would, I would say it with actual swear words, but like this is a family friendly show and I want to, you know, accommodate that we, we, we talk about whatever strikes your fancy. Whatever boats are float, if, if you're feeling me, uh, over on the Battle Science After Dark podcast oh or Be Sad. That is a Patreon exclusive dollar tier or more gets you access to the Be Sad over on patreon.com slash battle science. If you are new to Pokemon Go, go to our podcast feed and go to, I forgot, I should have looked this up ahead of time. You should write it down, put it on preseason primer right in front of your microphone. <laughs> yeah. The preseason primer series of episodes for the Battle Science podcast. Let me pull up which particular episodes those are. I want to You know, it's, it's actually April funny. I was May. browsing last night around Twitch oh, to see how everybody was playing and then Sinnoh Cup. Uh-huh. And personally, I don't like to watch the people that have hundreds of viewers because I already know what they're doing. I've already uh-huh. seen it. It's rinse and repeat. I personally go to the lower tier players, the people that have less people watching, and I see how people that may be new to this scene or just what they do and, you know, try and support the smaller groups, kind of like what we are. You're so noble. Unfortunately. But I go into these channels and I try and give feedback and help them out. And I actually made a connection last night with a streamer. And they're going to check out those episodes. Nice. Because they're new to PvP and 
don't understand all the terms I was saying. And I was like, oh, well, I'm part of a podcast where we specialize in this. You should go check out these primers we did, and they mm-hmm. can kind of help you give an idea. August 27th and September 6th. Now, of course, they're like four hours long, and next season they'll be more succinct. They, they Hopefully one episode. Hopefully it'll be one episode next season, and it'll be rather <laughs> succinct. Uh, it'll just work. Fingers crossed. So if you're new to Pokemon Go PvP and want a semi-exhaustive breakdown of all of the information you'll need to know, go over to the the podcast feed of the Battle Science Podcast and go to... I just bought... Uh, do, 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 August 27th and September 6th. And then come back here, because then we'll continue talking about Pokemon Go and Pokemon Go PvP. Or you could skip those and maybe still get it or whatever. You know, it's up to you. Free world. We appreciate hopefully. it either way. Yeah. Uh, they can also check it out on our YouTube. Yep. YouTube.com slash. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just let the, the characters spill out of your mouth. Um, gonna... YouTube up Battle Science Podcast. You'll find us. Yep. You'll find it there. The. Uh, all podcasts, most, not most, let me put an asterisk there. Our most recent podcasts are there. I have not gone back and put our first couple of episodes there. I actually, yeah, we should still have the video forms of those. Uh, maybe at some point I'll spend a day, maybe a day and a half uploading. God, that's going to take so long if I try and upload all those <laughs> videos. YouTube upload progress, and then probably one of them is going to fail, and that's, oh my God, so much fun. It sounds like a really fun day. I cannot wait to. We gotta wait till we go to a convention or somewhere that has really, really good fiber internet and just jack it. <laughs> just plug directly. Just hardline into the <laughs> matrix and upload it <laughs> directly from our veins. I don't know. Um, go subscribe over to the YouTube. Uh, we've got our podcasts in video format and the tournament streams from the Portland Mega and I think a couple of other tournaments up there. Um, more content to come in the new year. No big plans, but a couple of little things that should be going up here in the year 2022. The last little thing of housekeeping that I will shout out here is on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, we put up our merch store. So you can go over to store.streamelements.com slash battle science and check out our merch store. We've got a couple of items up, a couple of pretty simple stuff. We've got our uh, Battle Science logo up as a sticker. It's up on a mug. It's up on a t-shirt in in small format. And then we have two different designs. The According to Statistics hoodie uh, and According to Statistics t-shirt, which says the fourth most listened to video game podcast in Hong Kong uh, in November of 2020, according to Statistics Battle Science. Um, actually, let me just put this. Yeah, I was gonna say, pull it up on stream. Uh, the according to statistics, the fourth most listened to video game podcast in Hong Kong in November of 2020, according to statistics, Battle Science. Um, you can get the according to statistics T-shirt or the um mug, <laughs> like like I like to do. Um, my right there, uh, the, my buddy uh, at work has listened to me on the phone and was like, dude, you say, um, a lot, like a lot. I'm like, there's a reason we made merch of it. 
because I say it on the podcast too. So we've got um little little ellipses with the final dot of the ellipses being the Battle Science logo. So um, if you are looking at a if you need a cup to hydrate with us, yes. <laughs> if you need if you need a container for the liquid, the um mug. May I suggest to you the um mug? So got a couple things up, a couple things planned for the new year as well. So or for later on in the new year. So if you're looking at something, but none of these strike your fancy, keep an eye out. We'll keep you informed. We're looking at a couple other things that uh, should be pretty, pretty, pretty cool. But I think it's enough of our rambling housekeeping stuff. Jesse, we have very little to talk about, unfortunately. Yeah, just one of those dry periods. It's one of the new years. Everybody was off. I'd say everybody. I was working extra time. But all your dev studios, all your employees that are working on the big video games were off on holiday break. Good for them. They deserve it. They work a lot. But that also means a little less information. And safe holiday as well. Yes. Hopefully everyone everyone got through the holidays. Crazy snowstorms and global pandemics and terrible in-laws. Hopefully you made it through okay. (laughs) (laughs) But it also means that we have not as much news to cover. So we're just gonna we're just gonna we're just gonna hop into it. Giddy up now. This is the news roundup. Ooh, I don't know if you can hear that. Sweet, I don't know what that sweet was. Squeaking of my mic arm. Goodness. Uh, our current event as part of the news roundup is. I'm just gonna read the update. I don't have a great transition for this. Wow, way to go, Stephen. High five. <laughs> Get ready to rock and roll during the season of Heritage's. Mountains of Power event. Uh, Mountains of protein powder. Mountains of Power. Get swole. Uh, Friday, (laughs) January 7th uh, at 10 a.m. to Thursday, January 13th at 8 p.m. By the time you're listening to this, this event is over. I'm sorry. The season of Heritage story continues. Sparks' intuition leads him to believe that the mysterious Door's second mechanism requires the help of rock and steel type Pokemon to unlock it. That's funny because there's a lot more fighting than there is steel type. Fascinating. Journey through terrain reminiscent of the mountains found in regions like Johto and Sinnoh and work with Spark to unlock the next mechanism. I would have loved... Actually, you know what? You know what? I'm, I'm, I was going to say I would have loved Larvitar, but we're going to get Larvitar again. We'll talk about that next next news news bit event bonus half walking distance to earn hearts with your buddy i appreciate that with how absolutely terrible the ground has been with snow timed research the event will feature timed research focusing on catching pokemon hatching eggs and earning buddy candy complete the tasks to earn encounters with pokemon like mawile and beldum wild encounters the following pokemon will be appearing more frequently in the wild also, for the first time in Pokemon Go, you'll be able to encounter sh- a shiny Slugma. And if you're lucky, or if you're if you're lucky, if you're lucky, no. Uh, it turns gray. It goes monochrome. It's kind of cool. I will say. Uh, Zubat, Machop, Geodude, Slugma, Nosepass, and Barboach, all of these have the chance to be shiny. Um, I have in- myself encountered a uh, shiny Machop and a shiny Geodude. 
shiny Zubat, Slugma, and Barboach, and then potentially a Nose Pass would be really cool. If you're lucky, you might encounter the following Onyx and Pharaoh Seed. I think I found four Pharaoh Seed on the way home today. I'm kind of happy with the rate of Pharaoh Seed spawns. I still have not found a better one than the rank 296, I believe I have. So that would be great. But as we've talked before, IVs don't matter. Until they do. Until they do. <laughs> I'd like a better one, but, you know, I can't guarantee anything. I've been trying to pine I mean, out. just be happy you're powering it up for Great League and not Ultra. <laughs> yeah. I think I have like a rank 10 for Ultra. I have like a really good one. Oh, there for Ultra. you go. <laughs> but I'm almost never going to power anything up for Ultra anyway. So we. Um, these spawns are actually pretty solid with how Golbat and Crobat have been for Great League several, and Ultra. Yeah, Great and Ultra and then several metas. Um, Machamp is always important yeah machamp is the staple fighter for pve uh-huh geodude it's also good to stock up for candy for the xls on it oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah uh, i do appreciate that we get cloudy weather a lot and it's just weather boosted all the time so yeah yeah and i'd love a hundo i still have a hundo of what the geodude line's never been impressive if we see it's some been in the shadow for a long time of other pokemon yeah when it first came out geodude was a really good staple for uh rock type or ground type mm -hmm. but you gotta also remember this also applies to alolan geodude candy that's so true this is a good chance to stock up on candy for either of the the kanto or alolan yeah it does share it does share the same candy pool so that's beneficial Geodude. And it is a prime candidate for a community day. Yeah, yeah, we haven't seen that yet, which I don't know. That, that might make it relevant based on what move they give it. Yeah, we'll have to... Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look back to see what moves in the main series it has available to it to see if anything really stands out as being a big improvement. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that, like Rhyperior, it shares the weaknesses of a lot of common types fighting <laughs> it's a, a it apples absolutely gets annihilated by counter so that's the downside yeah. counter or elements yeah um slugma macargo <clears throat> what did macargo get that macargo recently it? got the uh i want to say what was the rock move was it rock it wasn't rock slide mm. let me see car M A M A C Mac. No. M C Macargo. No. How do you spell Macargo? Mag. M A G. Ah. Mag Cargo. It recently got Rock Tomb rework. Okay. And it got Incinerate. That's what I thought. I was like, it didn't. I want to say it got Incinerate at least. Um. Relevant ish. Relevant. -ish. Made it better for sure. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, it, I mean, it, fire types could use an adjustment as well, so who knows? It's an interesting type. It's typing. just outside of Great League, you're not going to use Macargo for anything else. Yeah. It's a niche pick in certain metas to come. Mm -hmm. um, Wish Cash, Barboach's Evolution, uh, Mud Very Boy. relevant. Mud Boy, very relevant. <laughs> Always relevant. Yep. Uh, Nose Pass, Probo Pass. Very relevant. If any cup that has Bastiodon banned, it is the light version of Bastiodon. Yeah. 
there's like the Steel Boys, Zobastiodon, Probopass, and Melmetal. Whiskash. Or no, no sorry, Whiskash. Uh, Stunfisk. Yeah, I guess Stunfisk. I don't know if I classify Stunfisk within the like Metal Boys. Okay. Like subgenre that I'm making up right now. Um, <laughs> like realistically, Stunfisk, Galarian Stunfisk kind of makes most of those obsolete, but like the Melmetal, Bastiodon, Probopass. That Steelix. kind of category of like big thick steel uh, types, steel types <laughs> that have you know an interesting combo of moves. Um, like before both Stunfisks showed up and like ate their lunch. Um, yeah. All pretty reasonable, so no reason not to to go out. Nose passes all show a really cool shiny. Yes, isn't it like yellow? It's gold. Okay, I because I I wanted to say I was like. I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't even know if Probo- Nose Pass's shiny is out. And then I was thinking about what does it shinies look like? And I was like, I'm pretty sure at some point I had a dream where I th- I dreamt of Nose Pass's shiny, but it was a different like palette. Like swap. a copper? It was, no, it was like a, a bright yellow nose. Oh. <laughs> like I feel like I dreamt of its shiny, but its shiny was completely different. Or maybe it was some sort of like randomizer shiny. Okay. That wasn't like the official official <clears throat> shiny. Nose pass. Shiny. And then as far as your if you're lucky spawns, uh Onyx and Steelix. Onyx had some interesting play in Little Cup when it was allowed. And Steelix is it does have a mega now, so you can always build up for that mega. Or you can use Steelix in Great League or even Ultra now. Mm-hmm. Is it the best at what it does? No, because Stunfist exists. Yep. But it is a decent alternative. It can Mega, so you can use that for PvE. Steel and Ground are both very powerful types in the end game. Um, and then Pharaoh Seed is a very unique typing with Grass and Steel. It has seen a lot of play in a lot of Cups and GBL in uh great league because it is a decent counter to a lot of the mud boys and other water types like azu and then in ultra you kind of see it here and there but it's not the best at what it does i would say probably one of the better grass types in ultra is going to be tangrowth tangrowth just kind of scales a little bit better Mm. forever for whatever reason i thought the nose itself was yellow Oh. Yeah, it is full a full yellow gem. That's really weird looking. Whack. Um, but yeah, like this event spawns are like choice. They're pretty good. And two of the event spawns can also be traded to get the third form for free in Geodude and Machop. Mm-hmm. So if so. you have someone that needs some new Pokemon for PvE, maybe give out some of your locals or low-level players, some Machops, and that's a free Machamp for them to help you in raids. Mm-hmm. On to the raids. One-star raids. You have Alolan, Geodude, Onyx, Beldum, and Bronzor, all of which can be shiny. It's so refreshing versus new the New Year's event spawns, Proto Man. It's... Yeah, the costumes. This is so much better. Three-star raids, Ursaring, Donphan, Metacham, and Absol. In five-star raids, you've got Heatran, and in mega raids, you've got Mera, Mega Aerodactyl. Field Everything research. in one-star and five and mega have a chance to be shiny. It's the three t- third tier that doesn't. Mm-hmm. 
Which is weird because I think we're getting Dawn Fan for Johto. Ursaring, uh, what is it? Teddy Ursa is available as shiny. Yeah. Metacham has been available as shiny. Or sorry, Metatite. Mm-hmm. Um, of these raids, honestly, the Alolan Geodude is nice if you are looking to burn a pass because you don't have a good Graveler for PvP, Alolan Graveler or mm-hmm. Golem. It's an opportunity to get that. Same with the Beldum. Uh, Bronzor, also not a pat, bad pass burner if you don't have one, but they seem to be fairly common Does in it- and out of events. Doesn't Bronzor need to be a hundred for Little Cup? Close to. Okay, so that's not a bad idea. And then you also have uh, Brazong is fairly relevant in Great League. Oh yeah, no. Oh, yeah. In certain Sylph metas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in your three stars, Donphan and Ursaring. Donphan recently got. Uh... Oh, what was it? It recently got a rework too. I want to say it was a charge move, but even then, it's not. No good. Ursaring, no. Um, Don Van Ivan. If you're still looking for Metacham XLs, you can farm Metacham raids. Yep. They are solvable in the right conditions. Mm-hmm. I think you just want to make sure it doesn't have Ice Punch so you can just use Flyers. Mm-hmm. Um, Absol, no one wants it. Sorry. Nah. Uh, if you do. Oh, it's Body Slam. There we go. Thank you, Proto. Ah. On the Don Fan. Yeah. Absol, like, unless you're, like, hunting for the shiny. Or it's your favorite and you're looking for like the Hundo or something. Like Yeah. Nothing against you. It's just Absol PvP wise is it hasn't doesn't have the kit to do anything right now. Yeah. And then personally I've been doing Heatran raids, mm-hmm. but that's because I don't have the Hundo yet. And the fire and steel make it an excellent uh fairy counter. I have the shiny and the Hundo Hundo. Well, poo on Which you. Which I wanna say I got both in the same night it was one of those raid nights. Years okay. Ago. God, years ago at this point. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Back when we all did the caravans. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> one of the last ones we did. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild to think that and we're, we're nearing Mega the Mega Aerodactyl, while it is, I know a lot of locals have been doing it because mm-hmm. they want the dex register for the Mega. Flying in rock for raid boosts usually isn't the best. It's something that you can get off a checklist if you're one of those completionist people that like to get it done. But outside of that, the the ability that Mega Aerodactyl has for the main series games is its speed. And what do we know about Pokemon Go? That does not translate. Yep. In the main series games, if I remember correctly, you used Mega Aerodactyl as a, the starting Pokemon to begin Stealth Rock, Tailwind, and it basically was a team setter, so it would set up stuff for your team and then come back later and be a sweeper. Its main factor in the main series games was speed, but again, we don't see that translate into Pokemon Go, so unfortunately, Aerodactyls... I, I've heard stories of people being able to solo, maybe. Oh, wow. It's... yeah. Hmm. Not good. Field task, field research, task encounters. The following Pokemon will be available to encounter when you complete field research tasks. Alolan Geodude, Slugma, and if you're lucky, you might encounter Mawile. So those researches, I'm going to pull those up real here quick. Mm-hmm. Walk a They're kilometer. They're not terribly hard. Mm, depending. Depending on what your buddy is. Because one of them is like get two buddy candy. And if you've got a buddy that has a long distance <laughs> a big candy. One. 
Yeah. Like I have so shield the on currently. The egg event one is the Alolan Geodude. The event for walk one kilometer is Slugma. And the event earn two candies walking with your buddy is the Mawile. Yeah, anytime I picked up the event for two candies with your buddy, I just swapped to Gyarados. Easy one kilometer walk. That is quick. That's beneficial. This event itself, pretty solid. Pretty solid. If uh, the next event, which is the power plant event, is anything to go by, fingers crossed, we're looking at a pretty solid event. Yeah, we still don't have any news as of this recording on that. Yeah, I imagine tomorrow. How's it going, Battle Ram? <laughs> we'll probably get something tomorrow. Yeah, it'll probably be tomorrow. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's disappointing. Because this event ends in two days? It's on Thursday. Yeah, I've been I've been pretty happy. I mean, for the little bit of time I was able to get out and farm the event, I was able to find a Bulbasaur nest locally. So I went and stocked up trying to get some more uh, better IV potentially for the community or the next announcement we have coming up. Spoilers, oops. And then I found a Spinarak nest, which I never got the shiny Spinarak, and I think it's one of the nicer looking Gen Two sprites. So I was trying to find one of those to get one of those all the meanwhile farming the machop farming the geodude farming the slugma i did find a shiny slugma um what was the other thing the ferris seed have been inter intermittent so it's been kind of like oh i see it i'm gonna I'll go out my way and catch it mm -hmm. oh by the way can we talk about how good these spawns are when they're not trash there was a wild salamance across the street from my house the other night seriously yes wild I almost texted you, but I was like, ah, uh, uh, he won't get out wait, for that. What, what, what time? About 8 o'clock. I might have been out and about for it. I might have been okay <laughs> I was with just that. like, no, there was a shadow on my nearby on my uh, friend's account. And I was like, wait, what is that? Wait, what? That's a salamance. <laughs> nice. He's like, is that good? And I was like, nah. It's okay. It's okay. We get there and it's like a 600 CP. <laughs> nice. Nice. It's like, well, that's a pineab. Yep. Yeah, that's an easy one. I'm trying to think of what, like, the absolute wackiest catch I had recently. And I don't think. Hmm. I mean, there was a wild dragon air. I was like, yeah, those are the... pretty uncommon. You're in the wrong event there, pal. I mean, we could also talk about. I don't know if you heard about that story about the two uh, California police officers. Oh, that, that was got, that was a couple it, of years ago, actually. So that's that's they're dealing with the fallout of the two California police officers being fired, um, not for chasing that, a Snorlax. For chasing a Snorlax and not reporting to a as it was happening, uh, robbery in progress. So, yeah, um, you know, uh, do we do I make mention that I got my shiny Aaron? Oh yeah, I got I got my shiny hero. Finally got that, so I don't have to hear crying about that anymore. <laughs> I don't have to be like, "Who's from the shiny?" I literally looked. I was I was getting coffee. It was day was it day two of the new year? Yeah, day two of the new year. In the line for coffee, looking at spawns, I was like, oh, "That's an Aeron. One of this one's shiny." Tap on it, and I start freaking out in the coffee line. That I'm pretty sure the person that was walking from car to car to take orders was like, I want to take this guy's order and leave him alone as fast as possible. <laughs> I was freaking out. You know, you said you caught it, and I was like, 
I can't wait till they announce February's Aaron community. I uh, it's gonna be like, look at Steven getting it right before. Look at this loser. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I get the uh, the first day of the year. I get the uh, New Year's hat, Pikachu and shiny. Of course. Yeah. So I had a shiny, two shinies, back to back, two two days, two shinies. I was like, okay, cool. And then recently got one uh, Machamp or uh, Machop and uh, Geodude. I got the Geodude today. And I was like, all right, cool, I guess. I don't need this. I think I already have like four. I was like looking at it. I was like, I keep tapping on these Geodudes. One of these is going to be shiny, isn't it? And it turns out to be shiny. I'm like, "Ah, why? Why am I cursed? The one thing I am disappointed, and this is like I'll I'll use this as a a transition. One thing I am disappointed that this event doesn't have is Larvitar. Yep. But if the next news topic is anything to go by, we'll get Larvitar here in the next couple of months. Big news topic number two: Community Day Classic back to Bulbasaur. Community Day Classic from Saturday, January twenty second from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. because we're going back to the half day. And I, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not super happy with that decision. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. Trainers, return to the roots of Community Day during the season of Heritage. As a special treat, we'll be holding Community Day Classic and bringing back a favorite, Bulbasaur. I don't really know if it's a favorite, but sure. <laughs> Feature Pokemon, Bulbasaur will be appearing more frequently in the wild. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny one. Or if you just play the event, you'll get a shiny one. I can almost guarantee you. So it. you say that, but you're not going to get one. Or you're going to have one of our listeners that will be like, well, Battle Science said I was going to get one. I mean, if you catch like 10 or 15, one of them is probably going to be shiny. They they bump those shiny rates up. Like, How about we make amount. a deal? If this person doesn't get a shiny Bulbasaur, you have to trade them one. Which one is this person? Who is this person? Whoever comments in on our show is saying that Steven said I was going to get a shiny Bulbasaur I'm not, if I played. I'm not like taking a weekend vacation to fly to some other place in the U.S. to trade a shiny No, they Bulbasaur. have to meet us. Oh, it sounds like a lot of work. Like a lot of work. Like, I mean, I, I like the idea, but like conceptually it's cool. But like I, in practice, I don't know if that makes sense. All right. Well, we'll think of something. Well, I mean, yeah. Who knows? I'll see if they have a, a shiny Bulbasaur plush in the... Ooh. in the shop or something and maybe buy one and have it shipped to you. Who knows? I mean, we don't have a whole lot of time, so maybe that's just what we do. If <laughs> if you tweet at us and you're like, Steven said I would get a shiny. I caught, show me, okay, what I need is receipts though. I need to see, I need to see that before the event, your, your shiny Bulbasaur scene and after the event, your, or not shiny Bulbasaur, your Bulbasaur scene before and after the event, I need to see that you've put some work into it and I need to I see that you didn't and that you didn't get <laughs> that you didn't get the the shiny. Show me the receipts, tweet at us or hop in our Discord. We'll talk about it then, we'll figure something out. <laughs> I'll probably see if someone on Etsy has like the shiny a shiny Bulbasaur plush that I will have sent to you. So. But yeah, back to Bulbasaur. Uh huh. Exclusive attack evolve Ivasaur Bulbasaur's evolution during the event for um during the event or up to two hours afterwards. So that is the one thing that is um that started what 
like Squirtle or no, it wasn't Squirtle Community Day. It I want to say um... it was the Gen Three starter. I want to say it was um, Mudkip, wasn't it? That sounds right. Wasn't it like Mudkip Community Day? They were like, yeah, for finally for like an hour afterwards, you can evolve. So you guys don't have PTSD about yeah. the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, you're not <laughs> like you're not freaking out and having a panic attack in the last fifteen minutes of Community Day. Um, yeah. which is great. that was definitely a quality of life change. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the quality of life change here is like, why is it only three hours? Why is it not six hours like we've been getting? Like this is bizarre. It's a weird choice. Um, Venusaur will learn Frenzy Plant when evolved to it. Uh, Frenzy Plant. Venusaur, for those who don't know, is an incredibly relevant Pokemon. Uh, grass type wise, it's one of the best. One period. of the best. Best period. Yeah. Um, it's a great raider. It's a great, great league user. It's mm-hmm. great in Ultra League. Mm-hmm. Who knows? It can get maybe, maybe at some point it gets another poison type move and makes it even more relevant. It can so, learn poison jab. It can't learn poison jab. It can. Oh, and it doesn't have it in Pokemon Go yet. So maybe. I think it's an egg move though. Mm, I don't think that stopped some other Pokemon from getting moves. No. So. <laughs> Uh, Community Day Special Research Story, Bulbasaur Community Day Classic. For one U.S. dollar or the equivalent pricing tier in your local currency, you'll be able to access the Bulbasaur Community Day Classic, exclusive Special Research Story, Bulbasaur Community Day Classic. Stay tuned for when tickets for the Bulbasaur Community Day Classic Special Research Story goes live. Um, Date-wise, this is the Saturday after. This is six days after Sfeel Community Day. So you better start managing your box space. <laughs> Manage your box space now, fellas, ladies, and everyone in between. Manage that box space. Because <laughs> if you want to go ham in both cases, you're going to need it. Uh, event bonuses, three times catch XP. Lure modules activating during the event will last for three hours. Incense activated during the event will last for three hours. Take a few snapshots during community day for a surprise. Surprise, it's Bulbasaur. It's Bulbasaur. <laughs> Da-da-da. Who's that Pokemon? It's a rerun. I was gonna see if you were gonna do the Pikachu. Oh, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I I I I laid it up and you you didn't you didn't dunk it. You're like I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this basketball. Are we playing a game? I kick it. Wait, Battle Ram, you're not gonna be playing the Sfeel one? Why not? It's Sfeel. It's them good feelings. It's the clap Pokemon. It's the clap Pokemon. <clears throat> At least catch I'm excited either least, way. I, I don't mind Bulbasaur coming back. No. I, I feel like when they started with Charmander, it kind of came a thing, and it's gonna be like, yeah, we're gonna see this again. It it's I appreciate that it's okay. As someone that didn't play Community Days until either Amphros? I don't remember which one was first, if it was Amphros or Squirtle. Squirtle came... I don't know. That's a good question. Let me go... Because those are the early ones. Are you pulling it up? I can check. Okay. Um, Because I missed... Bulbasaur, I think I missed Charizard. You missed Pikachu, didn't you? I missed Pikachu, which I think was the first. That or is second. the first. Pikachu was the first. Mm-hmm. Really? Why am I going back it's to Pikachu? Bulbasaur? Then Bulbasaur. Okay. Um, I missed Pikachu. I missed Bulbasaur. I think I missed Charmander, and I definitely missed Larvitar. 
All right, here's your list. Okay. Pikachu, Dratini, Bulbasaur, mm. Mareep, Charmander, Larvitar, Squirrel. Okay, so I did do Mareep, and I actually I did do Mareep, and I didn't get a single shiny. I remember that. <laughs> um, we were yeah, Crossroads. we were on our way to Crossroads, and my car broke down, and we had to stop the dealership. Yeah, we were in Crossroads for that. That was a that was a fun one. Um, much much sooner before the pandemic. Um. Um. Yeah, I missed a couple. I thought I missed a couple in a row, but I guess I missed. I did uh, played one or two of them, but then didn't play a couple of others. I might have done Charmander, but I s- don't believe I did Dratini because I didn't get a shiny Dratini. Yeah, we did a thing with the locals in Snoqualmie for Dratini. Uh huh. I missed that one. I missed Larvitar. I missed Bulbasaur. I missed Pikachu. Yeah, Larvitar. I was down hanging out with Battle Ram. Yeah. Um. You're mean. You're. Uh, oh man, that cider's giving me. Actually, it's not a portal. We all went to Green Lake. I remember that. Yeah, I remember. I do re- absolutely remember enjoying uh, Squirtle. Your uh, your Drati- green Dratini is actually a pink Dratini. It doesn't turn green until it gets. Uh, I think Dragonite. they mean Dragonite. <laughs> mm. I'm gonna grab this. So if anybody else wants to check it out, Makes, if stomach. you want to feel old and feel how long we've had Community Day. God, it's been a long time. Um, <laughs> they show all of the uh, move and the bonus of that event too. Mm. So I greatly appreciate not only personally, but in the sake for the sake of new players greatly appreciate that we're getting a Bulbasaur rerun um, just because it's been so gosh darn long since frenzy plant on Venusaur has come back. Mm-hmm. Um, the couple of things I'm a little perturbed about is the, um, <clears throat> the duration of the event, the duration of the event and how short of a turnaround between one, another community day. I mean, I appreciate that it's not taking up an entire community day slot that, you know, we're not one, one month's community day is a rerun, like an entirely rerun. I appreciate that, but the duration only being three hours makes me kind of question the reasoning behind it. And then the fact that we only got what, three weeks two weeks three weeks heads up like we're not getting we're not getting a whole lot of heads up as far like i feel like we're not getting a whole lot of heads up as far as events details of events and such so i'm like yeah because we have the power plant one coming up here what in five days soon soon let me see thursday is or no there's a couple of day period yeah there's a couple of days in between i'm actually pulling it up here um Spotlight hours, January 19th to Tuesday, February 1st. So So that'll be next Tuesday, I think? Next Wednesday. Okay. And that's a full... So there's a four-day period in between. That's a full two weeks, too. So that's a... Or, yeah, that's a full... Just about two weeks from the 19th to the 1st. So uh, that's a really... For context, couple of days between the end of the mountain of power event to the beginning of the power plant event. It's almost a week. It ends on Thursday, the 13th. Yeah. Six days. Yeah. And then the next event doesn't start until the 19th. So that's, that's a while. That's kind of interesting. Um, 
watch them throw a rocket event in between. <laughs> who knows? I mean, at this point, who knows? They're kind of just like shotgun blasting events, <laughs> like really quick in between. Um, what was I going to say? The mountain of power or the power plant you said would be two weeks long. Yes, just shy of two weeks. Okay. Yeah, electric and steel themed event by Canto Power Plant. I'm a little bummed that we're not getting more like dialogue or monologue stuff from like Spark or Willow about the second week or second month of this whole. Yeah, because with Hoopa there was nothing but dialogue. Nothing but dialogue, and we had like a little bit of something last month, but not a whole lot. Um, so I'm wondering if we're in the electric, electric and steel event, if we're not going to get something maybe with a little bit more spark, but because yeah, this, this will mountain be the of... end, uh, the heritage event goes throughout February, doesn't it? Yes. So January the is season. the middle month. Yeah. So it was December, January, February for this event. Um, okay. and I am, I'm a little bummed that we're not getting a little bit more talk and plus each month was, we were supposed to be working with each team leader and we're not getting any – we've only ever gotten dialogue from Willow, and we've never gotten dialogue from the three team leaders. And I don't quite understand why. Yeah. They're kind of pivotal. We get more dialogue from the Rocket Grunts and Giovanni than we've ever gotten from <laughs> the, the three team leaders. Unless you count the team leaders appraising. telling our – yeah, appraising our Pokemon. Um, and I don't count that. I don't think I count that at all. So – um, it's kind of a bizarre choice, to be honest. I don't. It feels like quite. they might have had more ambition behind it, but maybe things got cut just for production. Maybe I don't know. I'm, it, it disappoints me. I'll be honest, it disappoints me. Um, they're making. They make yeah, great it'd be strikes. nice to have some more lore slash inclusion of the leaders to make them feel more than just training dummies. Yeah, and I mean they had whole backstories with. Sierra Arlo, three. yeah, Sierra Arlo yeah. and Cliff of like Arlo, Arlo was like next in line to be Team Valor's leader or something, and then started like training the wrong way and, um, blanking on her name, Candela was like, I won't, I won't stand for this, and like banished him, and it's like, dude, that sounds sick. Why don't we get any of that in the game? <laughs> It's actually it's actually hilariously like Destiny where the story's not in the game. It's like I mean in this case it's not in like grimoire cards. It's not in stuff we have to look up. It's like fan made. <laughs> so it like doesn't exist period. But there's like really interesting there's like interesting backstories that like we just don't get, which sucks. So, you know. Yeah. It'd be cool for like the 3 month period each three month month period, even if we don't get like dialogue from each of the team leaders, if like one team leader, sort of one or two characters becomes sort of our um mentors for a season to like this this season would be like Blanche and uh Blanche and Spark and they're like talking to us and every once in a while Will will be like, How's the training going? you know, whatever, we're like looking at the store or whatever. Um but getting you know, rotating through these NPCs. More dialogue here. is what you're asking for. I want a little bit of narrative. I'd like a little bit of something. 
I mean, I I don't mind it being. Show us that you're fest. not just beating the pinata for money out of us. Yeah, like I don't mind the <laughs> the grind fest and the like collectathon that the game is, but like I'd love a little bit of narrative. So, um, which is kind of funny that like Fate Grand Order was uber grindy and uber story heavy. Like here, a, a two week event, read a novel and. Uh, grind in every spare second of your waking hour, uh, uh, every spare second of your waking time frame of every day to complete this event. Oh, and by the way, next week there was going to be another novel for you to read and grind even more. And I was like, I'm so tired of this. I just want a little bit of something. I want a nice, nice, happy medium, please and thank you. Right. I'll be respectful. Don't worry. Uh, but yes, if Bulbasaur is back, unless they make it some sort of one-off event, which wouldn't, I mean, could happen. I don't see it happening. If Bulbasaur is back, I think they'll I think be bringing see... more stuff back. And I think yeah. that kind of plays into what you were mentioning earlier. Larvitar, baby. Maybe probably. It's got to come back. It's got a Mega coming up too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have already had Mega Amphros. There's a handful of Pokemon that we've had their community day moves come back. Um, as part of other events. Frenzy Plant Venusaur, I think, is one that didn't. If memory serves me right, someone will correct me. Or someone will be like, no, he's wrong. And that's okay. <laughs> um, I feel like if it was, it was a very fast period of time. It was it was an event like at a, some point. I want to say Kanto event. Yeah, I think the Kanto tour probably brought those back. Yeah. I, I feel like you're right. Um. There I go. I think. I mean, we've had Dratini come back for the dragon event, so I don't know how much more Dratini they can really spotlight without it really just being a pain in the pain in the butt. Yeah, it's like the staple dragon event. Throw Dratini under the bus. Yeah. Oh, you guys have Dratini here. Have more. Oops, all Dratini. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Dragonite like Machamp will always be a staple of its type. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's a nice bulky dragon type like that. Period. Um, especially the fact that Dragonite, Dragon Error is to an extent as well, uh, holds up in basically every league. So. Yeah. Um, Take that, Dialga. It's the, drag, it's the spawn that people don't complain about. Yeah. Cool shiny. They just begrudgingly go, okay, I guess I'll catch it. Bulky dragon. It's, yeah, it's very solid. Very, very competitive. So, um, also with how many events we've seen for it, an easy little 50. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. The amount of candy, the amount of candy available is no small amount. Um, if we see Bulbasaur here, what do you, what do you see us getting next? Because we just got, let's see, we just got Dratini for the Dragon event, what, a month and a half ago? We we've had, already had Charmander come back. We've already had Charmander come back. We had Squirtle with the sunglasses come back for... The Ed Sheeran event. Ed Sheeran event. I was going to say, I was like, I don't remember what musical guest it was, but it was somebody. <sighs> I mean, I feel like anything like Beldum, Larvitar, or any of the other... 10k egg we'll call them hatches mm -hmm. 
are going to be a summer thing. Yeah, we'll be getting into February. I don't know if what makes the most sense February-wise. Have we gotten... No, we don't have any knowledge as far as what's going on in February. So... No, yeah. I mean, Feb- when is when is uh, Johto tour? That's February, right? Yes. We could see a rerun of a Johto starter or maybe even all three. That would be weird. I wouldn't be against it because none of them are... They'll probably do Mareep. Probably do Mareep. They could do Larvitar. They could do a rerun of one, if not all three, of the the Johto starters. Um, I wouldn't be against it. The benefit is the three Johto starters are okay at best. Yeah. Unless I'm missing one. No, Meganium's very solid, actually. So I take that back. Um, I'm going to call it and say it's either going to be Mareep or Larvitar. I imagine so as well. Larvitar's going to be a big deal so i would almost lean more like personal preference i want mareep just because i want more shiny mareep and yeah. mareep <laughs> is one of my favorite pokemon uh the mareep line is just one of a set of my favorite pokemon oh but... i just thought of something we're gonna have to evolve an espion and an umbreon during the event too <gasps> just got no- i just got noticed my ps5 is ready to go pick up oh yes Sony PlayStation 5 console. Sorry, uh, I'm going to become a Sony pony as I've only owned Xboxes since the original Xbox. But I'm going to own my first PlayStation. You can't hear it, but my eyes are rolling. (laughs) I can't wait to play all of the great exclusives from the Sony on the Sony console, like Final Fantasy VII Remake, Deathloop, and... Spider-Man and Spider-Man is Miles Final Morales. Fantasy exclusive still? It's PC, so it's Deathloop. But okay, I want to play it on. I want to play it as God on a inten- console, on, as God intended, on a Sony platform. <laughs> uh, I mean, there was a small chance that the original Final <laughs> Fantasy was going to be released on. I think the GameCube. What was the one? Um. No, not GameCube. What was the release then? Was it the N- Super Nintendo Entertainment System? So there was Super Nintendo N64, GameCube. No, I don't need. Wii. I don't need the release. I want the one that was released around the same window as the original PlayStation. PlayStation. The original PlayStation that yeah. was N64. N64. I want to say there was talks. It was that... probably the GameCube. Yeah, I want to say there were talks that the original Final Fantasy could could have been on the N64. It was either a rights thing or the cartridges just could not have enough space. It was the cartridges. So That's why they, were they like, went to PlayStation. They went to PlayStation because, oh, we can have multiple discs and the save can be on a <laughs> on its own uh, memory card. Because <laughs> uh, those games are really long. And Final Fantasy Remake, Final Fantasy VII Remake is like what? a fifth of it or something like I'm a, not sure. an incredibly small amount for a game that's was released like three years ago. And we don't have any word on final fantasy remake, final fantasy seven remake two or part two or however they label it. It's going to be wild. Um, February is going to be interesting between the Johto tour event, which you and I both have tickets to. Yeah. I purchased mine today. I okay. caved in. 
Yeah, I bought mine last week or so. Um, last week or the week before. Recently enough. So I'm excited for it. I've got to mark it on my calendar and request it off and all that fun stuff. It's a Saturday and then the optional Sunday because we've talked about it before. And I don't like that format really, but Saturday should be enough fun. So, um, whatever we get for a community day, what was it looking like? The next of the next generation of starters. So, Figurius um, and Nicole Totodile. No, what's the what's the next oh, community? Oh, Gen uh, Black and White. Black and White. No, no. it'd be Alola. Really? No, or no, we we're not that we far. Had... <clears throat> Sorry, we're not that far. Let me pull the Pokedex here. Same. There's no. So we got Snivy, we got Tepig, we uh -huh. got Oshawott. Yes, it would be Unova. Ah, so uh... that is Unova. No, so yeah, it would be Black and White. Chespin, uh, Fennekin, and Froakie. Okay. So we might be getting Chespin in February. It would not oh, surprise me. I think me Chespin would be too good to be put in March. In Oh. Oh, for spring? Yeah. That's true. Spring or fall, depending on what side of the globe you're on. If you're right side up or upside down. Sorry, Australia. Has not with Frenzy Plant. That's gross. Huh? Chestnut with frenzy plant. Finally, a better move than energy ball. Yes, I don't. But I want to say you and I have talked about it before that I just don't think it turns the needle really with what it already has. It's one of those interesting things that like, kind of like uh, what's Blade? septile? Sceptile like has like moves. enough options that like frenzy plants not required. Blazekin's kind of in the same boat with. Blaze kick. Blaze kick and Blaze Kick Stone Edge. Brave Bird or Stone Edge, but Stone Edge is a really weird one. We've talked about yeah. that one. Um is it a legacy move? Can you elite TM Stone Edge on? I want to say you, you have can. to elite TM to get it. Yeah. But like it is available. It's wild. Um yeah, I just it's gonna be a weird it's gonna be kind of a stacked month. Because if you put if 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 they do continue to do community day classics, I wonder if they don't do it every other either one a season or every other month. Because next month's gonna be slammed. If we're looking at a community day, we're looking at Johto Tour, and then on another weekend you're looking at a community day classic and then whatever in the else other event you put on what? Is there four weekends in February? The fifth? Fifth and sixth, twelfth and thirteenth. 19th, 20th, and 26th, 27th. So there's four weekends. There's four weekends in February. One of those is the Johto. One of them is going to be a community day. We don't have the date yet. We don't even know what Pokemon it's going to be. Could be could be Chestnut. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if I we don't get a filler. I think they're going to use this as a deciding point. They'll figure out how active people are for Bulbasaur. Yeah, that's true. They could use that for statistics and see how absolutely or do they do they double down and make community day classics every week or every every month or do they give it some time i think every month would be a bit overwhelming i think every other month would be decent yeah i mean we're getting i would say we're getting a reasonable clip of events and the, or bring yeah. back the polls let people decide that's true i would love to see that too i mean because who knows 
next month's community day I, at this point they would have announced that next month's community day would be decided by poll and would have put a poll out either now or here in the next couple weeks um in the next week or two but we don't have that word and i honestly think that that would be as salty as some people get i think that's a good way for them to get a better sense of what community day people want as well as allow there to be more engagement between niantic and niantic and pokemon go socials and the player base so and realistically like don't put it on twitter put it in the game itself that makes more sense because everyone's on the game not everyone has twitter which is a entirely non-essential app for playing pokemon go so or put it in the blog and link it in the link it in a uh, news update within the game find a way to do that but yeah i mean they yeah, could we know how people love that transparency of using social media yeah it's i use twitter i'm also a glutton for punishment and i some i apparently really love doom scrolling apparently <laughs> some part of me loves doom scrolling i can't understand what part of me it is and when i find it i'm gonna end it but i'm on twitter like a lot just lurking so like i'm not a like personally they put it on twitter fine i'll vote on it that's a, it's that's easy but there's a lot of the community that does not use twitter so yeah putting i mean even in an in-game pop-up wouldn't be terrible no no and that's what they should do realistically that's what they should do or hey remember that that first time you opened the game and you had three spawns of the starters and you could catch one of them what if you do that? Here's four Pokemon. Whichever one you catch is your vote. I don't think they've done a controlled spawn like that outside of uh, your daily like spotlight hours. Your daily spawn. Eh, your daily yeah. spawn. It's there for the entire day. It doesn't go away until you catch it. Or it runs, which is a it's disappointment. Like, it's free catching. It's sad. Yeah, it's a free catch. It's yours. Catch it how you want. It's got a. Do we get the keys? Is it a pool in the back? It's free. It's a free we catch. We give you pokeballs to catch it. Yeah, they come in a balloon. It comes in a, like seriously. That there's. It's probably a little bit more work than what they would want to do, but there's no reason they can't have a system of. Here's four daily spawns for this day. Catch the one you want. To claim your vote. So. It sounds like a lot of work. And whoever. If anyone at Niantic is listening. Just take it for free. I'm not going to. We're not going to get after you. We're going to say we were right. And then we called it. And then they should have done that. But we're not going to like. Go after you for like. Monetary compensation. Because we came up with the idea. Um, but it's a great way to do the vote. In the game. And have more more interaction with your player base so yeah we're giving them free content yeah here yeah do it do it do it do it fight me do it don't fight me (laughs) maybe at some point you know we'll hug miss mr niantic no mr niantic was my father please just call me airship i don't know whatever (laughs) um i'm losing it what i mean we're out of (laughs) <laughs> we're out of content so 
Unless you want to talk about Sinocup. We do you want to hit? Do you want me to hit the button? Go for it. We'll, we'll do the meta analysis and we'll just I. I All man. tonight. Yeah. Welcome to the meta analysis. I don't want to play some matches on the podcast. Maybe after. Okay. Actually, we're looking at great time. I don't have to worry about walking my dog for another hour and a half. So let's talk about Sino Cup. We'll wrap up the episode, and then maybe we we'll do some matches. Because you know what? I haven't done a single GBL match since the season started. <laughs> oh look boy. at me. Look at me. Season level a, one spice. Oh, my God. Can you imagine Sino Cup with season or level one spice? It's going to be exactly what you expect. Sweat. <laughs> so, Okay. Uh, Sinnoh Cup. Do you want to talk about Sinnoh Cup while I go do a quick bio break? Sure. Why don't you pull up uh, this picture for me I'm sending to you? Do it. I dare you. You won't. It's by YTX Pikachu. Hey, we've talked to that guy before. Sinnoh Cup is exactly what it sounds like. Zeno Pokemon only. And scroll up a little bit. Or maybe it's me on my computer that I can't see the top. There we go. Haha. All right, go do your thing. Welcome to Great League. Back to Great League again. We also have Open Great League if you don't want to play Sinnoh Cup. What is Sinnoh Cup? It is exactly what it sounds like. Only Sinnoh Pokemon. You have a very limited pool of 102 Pokemon. Pick three. Go in blind and hope you win the rock, paper, scissors, because there is a lot of it in this cup. From uh, YTX Pikachu's uh, quick calculations here, Empoleon seems to be head over heels the number one pick for this meta. You might ask why. It's got Hydro Cannon, it's got Drill Peck, respectable damage, respectable bulk. It is fairly common in most teams as a well-rounded either lead or something as a closer. In number two, closely behind, anytime it's allowed, Frost Last Meta is a Frost Last Meta. How's it going, Devin? Next after Frost Last, you have the other ghost in the cup, Drift Blim. Very bulky, very good at lead harassment with Icy Wind. Forcing those debuffs can cause a lot of issues. Toxicroak, one of the other better fighters with the ground moves coming in to destroy some of the other very viable options that I'll be listing here shortly. Gastrodon, the mud boy of the cup. East or West Sea, they both do the same thing. Bastiodon, the king of beef, the tank, the shovel face of the meta, the revered and feared OG tank. Drapion, you can see either the regular or the shadow version. The Gundam Pokemon. Let's see. What would be the Gundam Pokemon? I'd have to ask Steven. He would probably know better. Uh, Drapion coming in was the poison ground type. It only really fears Toxie and Gastrodon because of the poison ground or the poison dark. Cresselia, the other thick pick of the meta very complicated to get if you don't have a good one because of its ability to not be under uh pvp ivs with it being exclusive to raids lucario uh very top of the rankings overall in pv poke it's got the rating of 94.5 
It is number one in Sinnoh according to PV Poke, but that is because it is beating common threats such as Bastiodon, Obama Snow, Magnazone, Empoleon, and Cresselia. But it loses to all of the other top picks in Driftblim, Toxicroak, Gastrodon, Frostlast, and Gallade. Uh, let's see what else I... we got here. Obama Snow, Gliscor are two definitely upcoming champs that we've seen a good amount of. I like uh if if we're breaking down a meta in the future, I want uh, you and I to each get one thick pick. It's just one Siemens. thick picks. Oh, thick picks. Thick yes. picks. <laughs> that's that's wrong. Uh, Battle Ram to answer the question. Uh, yes, I will be getting Arceus. I'm holding judgment and not listening to everything I hear. It's only dirty if you want it to be. It's Jesse and Stevens. Thick picks. <laughs> Another quick rising contender is Bibarel, especially if you have a shadow one. It actually wins against the Bastardon. And then you have your budget picks for Cresselli and Bastardon with Gallade and uh, Probopass. I was running a Shadow Magnazone for a little bit, but there are just way too many Gastrodons for that to be relevant. But so, Steven, now that you're back, you can yes. kind of see the more common teams, the more common picks. I think the most that I saw last night were Gastrodon, Driftplim, and, and Polyon. Yeah, the one that, I mean, you said you were running was a... I'm running Wukong, Infernape. Yeah, you're running Infernape as a lead, which is probably the spiciest thing. And on bread. this list, yeah, like Empoleon. There was a time where I thought Empoleon just wouldn't. I was like, eh, Empoleon's gonna be okay. It's not gonna be great. Yeah, I'm I'm that one percent Infernape on this list. <laughs> yeah the the thing I appreciate is that Empoleon is having its moment. The let's see, what else stands out here? I mean, ga the benefit is like Gastrodon as a mud boy is only relevant here because literally all of the rest of them are gone. All the rest of them are all not allowed. All the rest of them are just not allowed. <laughs> They're just not here. And Gastrodon's like, oh, I can be free. So I'm free. I'm free. free. And then Sinner Cup ends and it's like, Gastrodon's oh. running hidden power. So that's been pretty spicy. <laughs> what was the, what was the thing I was looking at? It was, um, oh, that's right. I powered up my, um, the community day, Luxray. Okay. I've seen a couple of those. No, no, but it's for Little Cup. It's like a rank one Little Cup Luxray with Hidden okay. Power Dragon. Huh. <laughs> Which does nothing in this cup. No, I mean, you, uh, you're not going to use uh, a Little Cup Pokemon in. You're looking at a thousand CP difference, like a massive stat yeah. difference. But I was like, oh, this is. Mm, this is. <laughs> This is funny. I do like seeing Printful up there at the bottom. That Bubbles Beam IC1 combo. It's the, the debuff. Uh, it's time for the debuff fluffer. Yeah. I did see a Grasshole team the other night. I saw a double Shadow Torterra and uh, Grottle. Wow. I guess. And Metabastion on. Yeah, because there's no fire, so no. you're fine. Like I mentioned, it's literally Magmortar or Infernape. You're fine. That's It's too bad, but you're okay. It's, it's too bad they came across me. Hello, the algorithm would like to introduce yeah. you to yeah. Infernape. 
do you think the algorithm exists? Because hmm, we're gonna make you think it does. Saw somebody else that ran a Shadow Obama and had a Roserade in the back. Oh, so that's too like, bad. But that's Infernape. Too bad. That's too bad. And the benefit is if you're running Empoleon, Infernape is what not Dead. running counter. Well, no, it's fire spin. Yeah, it's still neutral to Empoleon, so it's not like I an ideal matchup. But you're still getting a couple licks it in. It farms so. you down with waterfalls. Yeah. I mean, in a lead matchup, like you're able to get a lick yeah. in or two before switching till until you absolutely. The sad part is, is I'm running Infernape, Gastrodon, and Driftblim. If I see that Empoleon, Gallade, or any of the other things that Infernape has to see, I mostly say swap to Gastrodon and then immediately see Driftblim, counter swap, mm-hmm. and Driftblim can't or Gastrodon cannot do anything to Driftblim. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's mud slap, uh, earth power, and body slam. So you just get locked in that, and you're like, okay, well, goodbye, Gastrodon. Mm-hmm. Did you answer the? Actually, it's not a question, but I would like a Gundam Pokemon. Yeah, I told uh, your friend that I have no idea what would the Gundam Pokemon be. Uh, it's probably I'd be something to ask you. Probably Genesect. Genesect's yeah, probably no, you're the, probably the closest. Right. The closest, like, mobile suit-esque um, Pokemon. It turns into a hoverboard. Does it? It transforms yeah. into a hoverboard? Oh, that's goofy. Let me look through the image searches here and see what... Wait, when it's put as your buddy, does it, like, hover around? Don't know. I've never put it as my buddy. Mm. It's, like, the closest mecha... I mean, it literally is a mecha. They took a, a Pokemon and were like, let's make it a cyborg! Actually, it was, what, ancient fossilized DNA. And they were like, let's make it a cyborg. Okay. And then they did, and it shoots laser beams. Not that, I mean, honestly, any Pokemon with hyper beam shoots laser beams. So it's kind of a low threshold to, to reach there. Duraludon's the only one, other one I can think of, but it's just literally a building. What about uh, Solgaleo and its Ultra Form or whatever? Uh, maybe? Snocrosma Form. Solgaleo. Chrosma Fusion. Oh, because it gets like extra arms? Mm-hmm. Reminds me of a mobile armor. Cause some of the Z- it's oh no what's it called what was that stupid show in the oh no it's a hybrid called? that's a hybrid uh animorphs no with the liger zero oh it's zoids dude i zoids. love zoids that was on toonami dude way back in the day god i love <laughs> that zoid. that's oh my god oh god we gotta in the next battle signs after dark podcast we should talk about uh toonami just blast oh. from the past i i have a story for you that you're going to giggle Okay. Zoids was uh, a wonderful show that uh, embodies my um, childhood. My childhood. Um, Zooms. <laughs> Autocorrect at its worst. Zooms. Zooms was the best. What is Zooms? It's it's probably Zoids, but autocorrect. <laughs> I'm going to uh, YouTube this and I'm scared. Whoa, whoa, Jesse, don't look now, but I've got a necrosma fused with... <laughs> Mel- <laughs> Meltan. 
Oh, please stop. Oh, my God. Way to go fan art. That's fantastic. That's also really spooky, and I hope it never happens. Please and thank you. Zoids. Yeah, autocorrect. Way to go. Okay. Zooms. Zooms. The announcer was great. I oh my I oh my god I'm just gonna like uh hold on do I have it down here no I have it upstairs I have the first the first four episodes of Zoids on VHS oh my god yeah baby for, for those that don't know VHS was before CDs well before DVDs when it comes to visual medium CDs are audio so but yeah like I was saying uh, Empoleon's a very strong pick in this cup because of it's a general damage output. Yep. Frostlass and Driftblim are around because no- they're afraid of nothing. Yeah. The only thing they're afraid of is Bastiodon. Maybe Probo. There's some there's some but really basically good... throw a ghost and Gastrodon together and you've got a core. Yeah, you've got a, a great set of performers here. So it's a very RPS meta, unfortunately, mm. since you only have so many things to pick from. I mean, you look at, like, the biggest drop-off, I think, here is... After Gallade or like, Lucario. The, the Driftblim to Toxicroak is a 5 percentage point, a 6 percentage point difference, and then you get to another 5%, 5% drop-off to... Toxie to, to Gastrodon, and then the same yeah. thing from Drapion at Gastrodon. a 21% to Cresselia at a 16%. Like, it's some pretty, there's some pretty big gaps here of just things yeah. that perform less and less well. Torterra is the number one shadow pick. <laughs> uh, Battle Ram, finding Zoids on DVD is going to be near impossible, but I'm going to, should be able to, I'm going to quickly find a link for Mobile Suit Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam G Fighter. Um, so for Sinnoh Cup, it runs until the end of the month. I believe that it will cross over with Ultra League when that becomes available as well. Mm-hmm. So if you're someone that wants to just play Great League, play it now. And then once it transitions to Ultra, if you don't want to play Ultra, you can play Sinnoh. Mm. I don't feel like the meta will shift too much between now and then. It's been a lot of Driftblim, a lot of Gastrodon. And a lot of Empoleon. If you don't have any of those, there are some things that are spawning during this event now for the Mountain of Power, such as Probo, or Nosepass, or Probo, um, that you could stock up on and use that. It is a budget pick for uh, Bastiodon. And it does beat everything, but um, depending on moveset, it beats Driftlim and Frostlass. You just got to watch out for the fighters and the mud boys. Mm. Because you can run Probo with Rock Throw or Spark and then Magnet Bomb, Rock Slide, or Thunderbolt. There's some really interesting things that I would like to... I'd probably just play terrible at, but something like uh, Luxray... With its new move, like I'd be like, all right, you know, give that a it shot. It is a very fun thing to piss the pants of uh, anybody using something like Lucario or Toxicroak because mm. Psychic Fangs one shots those. Nice. It's also a pretty safe option against things like Drift Blim and Empoleon. Mm-hmm. 
The unfortunate part is Napoleon's waterfall is still hitting you for normal. Mm. interesting sorry i'm like tangenting because battle ram was asking for a, a <laughs> physical copy of mobile suit gundam mobile suit is it g gundam no actually mobile suit wasn't part of the title i think it was just called g gundam um and zoid zoids hasn't gotten a re-release ever i think it's just in licensing limbo um the oh mobile fighter sorry mobile fighter g gundam um but they recently within the last like five to seven years they did uh, a new round of releases for a lot of the like side story uh alternate universe gundam series so i want to say they released some the g gundam series again but i'm looking and i can't find anything so give me me a little bit so um yeah i like need to get battles in in gbl to if i want to reach rank 20 again and get the or actually rank 19 you only have to get to rank 19 apparently to get both uh, elite tms and i'd like to do that again but it's a matter of commitment <laughs> yeah of just putting in the work the benefit is the first couple of ranks are just play games yeah so I think up until 15. Mm -hmm. I think in between, there's a couple of them that are like win two games. It's like really easy. But. Let me just look at Amazon. Why don't I just look at Amazon? I'm such a dork. Making it hard for myself. Uh, Let's see. Anything else? Um, last week, do you want to do a... Uh, dun, 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 dun. Our last community question. I don't remember what we asked. Let me actually go to the... Podcast listing. Posts published. You your aspirations for Pokemon Go in 2022. I hope people have been thinking about what their what their aspirations were in 2022. You know, catching more shinies, getting to a particular rank in GBL or in Solferina, win loss percentages, just playing more, making new friends. Um, what was the, I had an idea for a community question here and, oh, just sort of like it's, and it's less a community question. Cause like I, we really appreciate having listener feedback cause it's, it's nice having a podcast and making it feel like it's, we're screaming out into an, uh, open void and maybe every once in a while hearing uh, responses back. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to shout them out because they, I had somebody DM me on Instagram just out of the blue. If I can remember how I get to D 
DMs in Instagram. I, uh, uh, that one? <laughs> Shows how dated we are. How do I get to Instagram I messengers? Yeah. Um, chats, calls, requests. No, it wasn't requests. Was it chats? Yes, here it is. From Max in Sydney, Australia. Um, that DM's me like out of the blue didn't realize that somebody would like search for me on instagram i mean if you want to do that go for it i'm like not active a whole lot on instagram i'd like to do more but you know life stuff um that you know just said hey listen to the podcast really enjoy it and like that's it's awesome to see that every once in a while and get like people that show up every once in a while in the twitch chat or pop in the discord um give us a a little shout and then you know either lurk bounce or become active in the in the battle science discord or or what have you um but like podcasting for us uh, honestly it feels really weird it's like shouting out into the void and actually you know what i'm gonna go into a weird allegory here okay or no actually technically it's a simile because i'm gonna use the word like it's podcasting without a form of fan feedback without like the like a core premise or a more structured method of having people talk back is kind of like what i imagine being a speaker at a middle school or high school assembly is like but all of the kids at the assembly are wearing masks, so you don't know what their emotions are, and they never clap because they're all bored, tired, and incredibly jaded. Not everyone's jaded, but <laughs> I just yeah, it's like it's like I know there are people there, but I never know. I never know if they like it. I never know if what I'm saying resonates with people. I don't know if. Like people care, people continue to listen. Which, I mean, Thank I see the number. I support. see the numbers. We can see numbers, um, but it's always kind of like mind-boggling to think that like people follow us, listen contis- con- consistently, and like enjoy it and everything. So, I don't know. Maybe, maybe when we can do GoFest at a place and meet people, like maybe then I'll like have my mind blown, and it'll actually I'll come to the realization. But like. <laughs> I don't know. I think Portland was a good eye opener for us. It's like, wow, look at all these people that listen to us. I don't think did we get a we got a couple people that were like, Yeah, good job and like way to go. But I don't think I had I don't remember a whole lot of interactions with people that Well you were also very busy and I let people know that. Oh, okay. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's unfortunately just gonna be I I, I really wanna have that opportunity again so we can do things different because like all leading up there was like a ton of prep to do and i really want i really what i really would have wanted was that first day because it was saturday sunday and the sunday was the tournament i really would like next time for that saturday to be more relaxing for us to be able to hang out for me to be a bit more comfortable with meeting people and participating and not being like the fly on the wall outsider kind of person so um and it sucks that we're just in the position where, I mean, we could make a mega tournament 
um, people are going to call us crazy and stupid, and I'm, I, I want to, a part of me desperately wants to just do something like that, and another part of me is like, you do recognize that is incredibly stupid, and you will not be able to live with yourself if, if even without having direct knowledge that somebody caught COVID and spread it to other people, you know someone probably did, and how are you going to live with yourself like that, with with that knowledge? Um, I don't know. I just really want to have that opportunity again. We'll get it. Ah. <sighs> uh. Um. My thought for sort of the think piece community question thing for this episode is, um, what are you hoping to see in Pokemon Go in twenty twenty two? Um, I want you to keep it positive. I want you to keep it realistic. Um, because like my expectation could be like I want a shiny of every Pokemon that's ever released. That's not gonna happen. What I will say is, I mean, I, like, it could if you do a lot of trades. I mean, if or if you do a lot of trades, <laughs> if you go incredibly ham, or you cheat, don't do, don't don't. I mean, do those th- those things other than cheat in moderation. Just don't cheat. But like my example was like, I really want the couple of things I'd love to see within Pokemon Go in 2022 is a little bit more rework into fire so that like Vulpix and Ninetales, Vulpix and Ninetales are actually already incredibly solid, but like, so the fire types look a little bit better. I'd love to see a quote unquote rework. I don't think we'll ever see. I think we're done seeing one update to a type with like four or five different adjustments. We might see one or two, but I don't think we'll ever see the big adjustments that we've had in the past. Um, yeah, because one, even these small changes have caused meta shifts. We need Willow Wisp. We need Willow Wisp. Why didn't I make merch of that? How niche would that be? How niche would that be? Because, like, general <laughs> Pokemon Go players, like, not every Pokemon Go player has played the main series games. How would you even know what Willow Wisp is? Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe. I might make like a t-shirt, maybe a hoodie. I'll make it in red. Actually, I'm just going to look at it right now. I'm also like, when it comes to merch, making merch, I also don't want to just rely on text as easy as it is to make. It's so easy because text in most image editing software is vector, which means it's super crisp edges and it translates size incredibly easy. Um, I don't want to rely on our merch designs to be text. So. But I'm going to look up to see what uh, color options we have for hoodies. See if I can get a nice red one. Um, For like a We Need Will-O-Wisp. I'm not running on mobile. This is a desktop computer. It is in beta. So it's not wanting to work. Um, Did you want to save doing that until after the show? Um, I was just going off on a little tangent. I, I, so what I want people to sort of stew in their brains is think of a couple things. Think one or two things in 2022 that you want to see in Pokemon Go. When you keep it positive, keep it realistic. It could be like little personal goals or it could be things you want to see in Pokemon Go, the community. 
You could be um, Pokemon Go updates. So, like, I want to see Will-O-Wisp in the game. I'm hoping we see Will-O-Wisp in the game. Um, I'm hoping we get an Aeron Community Day. I want something, maybe a particular shiny. You know, find a couple of little things that you're looking forward to. Like, you know what? This could easily happen in 2022. Let's 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 see what happens. Let's keep it positive. Let's look forward. Let's keep moving. Sounds incredibly stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Set some goals for 2022. Yeah, I, I sh- not necess- not specifically like goals because I think that was like literally last episode. Mm. What was that last episode? Aspirations. Aspirations for Pokemon Go in 2022. So those are goals. These are things you're looking forward to. So not things that are necessarily you're going to hit, but like things you want to see. So, yeah. I'd no, like to see the return of the X-Raids. I'd love to see the X-Raids too. I don't... I mean, it's been this long. I don't know if they adjust it. I don't know if they... Uh, if they want to go back to EX raids as they were before, or if they have to wait then. Because they've had plenty of time to bring it back in an adjusted method, but they just haven't. Or, perchance, and it's it's happened before in game development, whoever worked on the EX raids code left it in such a shamble that no one wants to touch it again. And that person left. <laughs> That's a possibility. It's a possibility. It's weird. It sucks. It's actually absolutely mind bogglingly fascinating of a situation but it has happened before and it might have already happened again so oh I'm trying to think of what little thing I would love to like honestly like the fire type rework I'd love metal claw to get better I just want metal claw to get better. Better steel moves. That'd be cool. Not even other moves. Just give me metal claw. I just remember I just remember seeing in Pearl using Empoleon and having Metal Claw be one of its go to moves. And just the animation for it was like sick. So like as a kid just be like, dude, Empoleon's so cool. It's a water steel and it's got metal claw and hydro cannon. Oh, it's so cool. So I'd love to see that. I'd love to see Metal Claw. Metal Claw with a sick. It's a. Is it a charge move or a fast move? I think it's a charge move. In, in Pokemon Go, it's a yeah. fast move. It's a fast move? Okay. I don't think I've ever used it, so I don't even know what its animation looks like. Hopefully, its animation looks cool. I really want its animation to look cool. So. Uh, it's been actually not a bad episode. So. Anything else before we wrap it up? No. Okay. Stay tuned for February's announcement for Sylph Meta. Yes. Yeah, that'll happen. We'll cover that in the next episode. Let me double check the dates. Yes, it should most certainly be released by the time we have our next episode. Our next episode is going to be on the 25th. So if we don't have a <laughs> if we don't have another Sylph Meta by the 25th, <laughs> there will be other problems will have happened. Um. Uh, I think that's it. We'll catch yep. everyone out there. Uh, go check out the merch. Go check out Battle Science. Patreon.com slash Battle Science. 
Uh, what's the merch link? Let me pop open the merch link. Uh, store.streamelements.com slash battle science. I'll put it in the chat. I'll put it in the description. I'll put it in... I don't think there's any other place to put it, actually. Um, can I put it on the stream? Maybe I'll find a way to have it dance on the screen or something. I don't know. Do something weird. <laughs> um, thank you, everybody, everybody, for listening. Before we catch you out on the battlefield. Now, that's what I call episode number 69. Nice. We'll catch you all out there on the battlefield. <laughs>